Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. people got it some people need it hell some people even cashed it in but we'll get all to, into that momentarily greetings and salutations ladies and gentlemen welcome back to pod is war pod is war is brought to you by the good folks at the chair shot radio network in conjunction with thechairshot.com always use your head and use your heads because we're just about rounding second, about to slide into third base on the road to WrestleMania. And what better way to commemorate your fandom by going to your favorite 
website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan. So hook some brothers up by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. We literally have something for everybody. We've got Save Tag Team Wrestling. Jesus did the job. We still got a couple of those defunct Plat Blast 2020 campaign shirts. We ain't sent them all yet over to Cambodia, okay? There's still some left. You can still grab one. And many, many, many other cool designs. Hashtag journalism as well. Other cool designs. Again, I say it week in and week out. If you enjoy the content we provide day in and day out at the chair shot, and wait till you see what we got coming up for you down the pike during WrestleMania season. I think you'll be very, very intrigued. But make sure we keep providing that content by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, and as always, I'm joined by the Commissioner PC Tunney and Mr. Andrew Snowflake Balls Mick Foley Blast. I chug salt water all the time. Thanks. That's his superpower. You know, Mick Foley. It is. And then I shoot it out like like a water gun, but it's a salt water gun. That's why I do the bang bang. It's good if you already have a cut because then it just kind of burns and gets irritated. It's nice. It's nice. That's also a, clears the nasal horrible, cavities. That's nice too. That's a horrible visual. You squirting. And it's interesting foreplay though. Think about that. And now eared <laughs> into my fucking brain like a well, cattle prod. Somebody, welcome, anybody, say something else, please. Somebody. You know, you get scarred as a first grader when they call you fire hose. It's just great. I'm like, what can I say? <laughs> Can you imagine Andrew just bending over and just letting it rip? Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, if I bend over and let it rip, that's a whole different thing. That's that's fucking, you know, a gas bomb, and then people die. It's worse than the Tedger joke where people go, like, ah, I'm here on business. It's much worse than that. Much worse. Please say something. Say something else. Well, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you, buddy? How's everything going on in the, in the wonderful land of an ATL? I'm pretty much sure I'm scarred for life, so I'm not doing very well now? right now. Come on, you've said much worse than I have. I just thought about Starting opting out of like, the show you know, today. Uh, after That's this, much worse than anything I just said. After this amazing <laughs> start, I thought about opting out of the show today, and I even just messaged that to these guys. But Platt, I can't leave you alone today with this, with this. Andrew, you think you can opt out? This isn't the bank. You can't fucking do that around here. This ain't a credit card. <laughs> 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 Your I'm, credit's I'm been revoked, ready. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm ready to opt out, too, because all I can see in my head is Andrew. Y'all remember a couple of years ago when Kim Kardashian put out those naked pictures of her on the internet and she had the champagne bottle? And I, what, I don't what even want to continue, man. What magazine was that for? Topic one. What magazine was that for? I see. I so don't you're trying remember. to tell me there is sex in the champagne room, if you get what I'm getting at, right? Don't let them fool you. For Don't the right fool. price, yeah. there's always sex Damn in the right. champagne room. For the right price, everything is on the table. Like, <laughs> including just getting, that champagne. Just getting in a Pop workout. Cork, Pop that cork. Keep it moving. Just getting in a workout. Can we just get to topic one? Because I, I don't know where the hell to go from any of this. That's a good workout, though. You, you, you don't have any bullets left you don't in think your chamber? So? You don't think sex is a good workout? I mean, it is. It does burn calories. 
It burns calories with a smile on your face, which is better than most exercise. You're burning face calories, not only along with body calories. You're burning oh, face calories. There we go. Face calories. I think we got it's a like title. Force, I think we got a title. Calories. Burning face calories. Mm-hmm. That's why people can normally tell if you lost weight because they can see it in your face. I, I just can't get the image of Andrew squirting out of my head, and it's frightening. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to ask for that disgusting. to be the title. At least it's not that would like be a, a title, though. Sprinkler system. That would be a title. Actually, maybe we could do that. Should that be the title? Should we do Andrew squirting? Is that the title? No, Jesus Christ. It could be. A- Andrew and Dustin slip and slide. <laughs> Have you talked about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot yet? I don't know, but we can go from squirting to Moppy. We could always talk about wonderful Moppy stories because Saturn had some great stuff he did with Moppy. Okay, you know, I did, Alex, Alex, did, wait, 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 guys, no guys, no, 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 stop, stop, oh, Alex. Oh, ah, a plug because stop. I'm squirting? Oh, man, I that's horrible. I what you're talking about. That's nice. It's like a cork. It stops Damn it. squirting. I was, <laughs> was going to ask Alex if I could have what do Perry Saturn and Shawn Michaels have in common for a thousand? Is it sunny? Because I feel like it's sunny. No, it's uh the left eye, maybe the right eye. It's I, okay? That's the answer. Thank what? you. That's not an answer. The answer is what no. it what is the eye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't form it in the phrase in the, in the way of a question. <laughs> Don't you have a plug you should be doing right now to try to guess the first topic? Or you could keep talking about squirting and sprinklers and sunny and Harry, Saturn, and Moppy. It's it's all up to you, buddy. Is that the order it would happen? That's hilarious. <laughs> it's I mean, like lions and tigers uh, yeah, and bears. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Moppy, yeah. Sunny, as long as they're squirting, Moppy goes last. <laughs> we'll be right back. Moppy, oh this is your boy, Tony Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. I need more time. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Well, folks, you heard the opening song, and money, 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 Mr. Money in the Bank, The Miz, is now the WWE champion. I'll be honest with you guys, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I, I didn't think he was going to win when he came down. But when he hit the skull-crushing finale, I knew. I knew there's no way in hell they're not giving not, not giving it to him. So what were your thoughts uh, on that specific moment when his music hit after everything happened, and then we'll go back into Elimination Chamber? So first off, I want to just take a few seconds to pat myself on the back because on these very airwaves many, many weeks ago, I told you both, and I know you're not going to give me my props, but it doesn't matter. That's why I'm here, okay? I told you both that Miz is going to successfully cash in his money in the bank. The reason being... First, you get to make it seem like we weren't going to give you the props, right? So you get to play the the defensive role? No, no. No, no. I'm giving myself my flowers, Mick, okay? How do you know? Bang, bang. 
How do you know we oh. weren't gonna give you flowers? I know where were, flowers are. I've been to a florist before. Were you? You look like a lilacs guy. Were you like lilacs? Were you? Were I you? Were Maybe you? it was. We don't know because if I do, now it's gonna about bullshit. So I'm just gonna have. Folks, you're not actually listening to a podcast. You're shit. listening to three gentlemen that do not know they've actually been put together to go through therapy. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't hear any therapist listening to us, you realize that, right? They would retire and open a like a fucking candy store. <laughs> are you finished or are you through? I'm done for now. I think he's hurt. He's not injured. No, no, I'm limping a little though. Do so, you if rub you it? all, it, so if you all listening don't speak moron, that means that there was no way in hell that. Neither one of these two gentlemen was going to give me my props for calling that Miz was going to successfully cash in his money in the bank. Pretty sure you said it was going to be after WrestleMania, though. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't think so. And that applause was tepid at best. That 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 that's I want stadium oh applause. That was, like, that, that was like uh last man standing recorded in front of a live studio audience applause. I only have one other applause file, so what this is what I have to do. Applause did you expect? Did you expect that this is awesome chant or like a you deserve it? Like what the fuck are you getting at? Yes. Really? The answer is Here. yes. Really? That one bitch said right on at the end. There we go. Did you hear her? Bitch listen, listen, right on. listen right at the listen right at the end. That bitch is like right on. <laughs> Did you hear her? She's like right on. She's giving you credit. She said you were right on. So so now you all go from last man standing studio audience round of applause to UPN's homeboys in outer space. Round of applause. That's, That's actually have. worse. You called it UPN. That's dating. <laughs> oh, that that was uh the my initial reference was give me a break, but I didn't think anybody would remember that show. You don't <laughs> what are you talking about? We all love Kit Kat bars. Okay, cool. So <laughs> Miss cashing in the money in the bank. I thought it was a hell of a moment. It was kind of telegraphed because you saw MVP and Miz conversing backstage prior to the match. But it was a great moment. And I love how it pissed off Andrew's minions, a.k.a. the IWC. And shout out to MVP because I know y'all saw this floating around on social media as well. When him and when Lashley and Drew had their initial match and he said that, MVP said, I'm paraphrasing, that I will purposely or I will I will be involved when you lose that title, basically. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I love the prognostication of uh, MVP. And, I mean, you. I mean, the other MVP as well. Though I guess it does work. There's a parallel there. You know, great minds think alike. Similar similar uh, abbreviations think alike. So I like it. MVP's making just predictions everywhere. It's did you guys? Isn't it? Did you guys? Yes or no? Did you guys think when his music hit and you knew he was coming down? Did you a yes or no think he was actually going to get the bell ring and it was going to be official cash in? And did you think he was going to win? Yes or no? I mean, Chris, you said he was going to win, so I likely I'll start with you. You likely thought he was going to win once the bell rang, but did you think he was actually going to cash it in? Yes. 
I mean, obviously the Bobby Lashley part probably led to that. Andrew, did you think he was going to win? The, the whole MVP conversation, like there, there was too much set up to not give you some kind of finish, and it just it seemed to line up too perfectly. And it it's great for for Miz, honestly. Like he gets a second run, you know, he's even more ingrained in being a Hall of Famer than he was to begin with even though he was initially like it, it's it's awesome for him like he's done so much for the company he's had his own brand he's got the Miz, like Miz and Mrs. show and he, he's he's been a highlight of WWE the last couple of years even if it wasn't for the wrestling perspective it's for the entertainment perspective and be it the Intercontinental Championship when he tried to single-handedly elevate it with you know chasing Jericho's record and all that other stuff and all, and what he went through before and now getting the WWE championship again after granted okay the Otis thing was a little cringy getting the the uh, briefcase through like divorce court or whatever the hell it was but it still worked itself out I'm, I'm happy that he got his his damn title and he's 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 all right he's he's good he's a two-time champion there's, there's people that would kill for that you know what I mean and I've always loved The Miz I mean number one always? his story is fascinating yes and let me, let me tell you why is he the second coming of Luthez in regards to his wrestling abilities of course not no I mean but even from... early on douchey Miz like where he was just fucking irritating and stupid and clumsy like but was I, there I, no warm up period for you or did you appreciate him literally from jump because you watched way too much real world as a kid yeah so I knew where he came from and I knew his backstory. And then oh, once so he got I. there, it was like, oh, cool. He's actually going for it. That's cool. And I saw early on what they saw in him, which is why he got so many chances. I mean, he's a guy that you can take outside of the industry and he can do media for you. You know, he looks good in a suit. He's charming. He's articulate and well-spoken. He's mm -hmm. a guy that's going to represent the company well. I, I wasn't doubting you. I was literally asking because we didn't know each other like, what, 12 years ago or however the fuck long he's been in <laughs> WWE. So I'm just like, did you really like him from Jump or was there a warm-up period? Because I did not like initial version. I liked him on Real World. I liked when he got drunk and he was The Miz and he was trying wrestling moves on everybody and pissed everybody off. But early on, he was a little little insufferable, which I get was the character, but like it, it wasn't typical douchey heel where I want to watch him and want to watch him get his face punched in. I was just like, no, I'm going to turn off the channel and, you know, go away for a while. <laughs> I've loved The Miz for a long time. I, even, like, I'm a real world kid, right? I mean, watched all the seasons of the real world and stuff like that and Road Rules Challenge and everything else. So that was really cool to see that crossover. Granted, there were points where you were like, well, fuck them assholes in the back. And then there were points where, like, you're watching The Miz, like you said, and you're like, oh, man, I don't know if this is really going to happen. Because at, at times, what he was given to work with, he was not doing a great job. But as he got closer to that WrestleMania, obviously, and even a couple years before then, you could tell that there was something there. I mean, generally, if you have somebody with a little bit of athletic ability and a great knowledge and a good look, you're, you're going to get something pretty special. I'm saying he, he's more special than that, but... That, that's a good formula. I agree. I'm just personally, it took me a couple of years to appreciate him because it wasn't really until like the last, I'm going to say probably five or six years that I think he figured it out really. And oh, yeah. he started making the shtick his own and I started to enjoy it instead of just, he was just douchey frat boy who was like 
way too old but still doing the same gimmick and after he figured it out then I'm like alright I like you. you you got it you figured it out you paid your dues you know you, you are where you should be your upper mid card you know main event floating whenever it's necessary and I, I think this second title reign is definitely well deserved well said so the, the going up and down the rest of the card I like both the Elimination Chamber matches. Obviously, I think that the SmackDown one was better than the Raw one, but obviously we had the reveal and the pop at the end of the show that carried us into to Monday night to see what was happening. Uh, the women's match, yeah, And the three-way, I I think we all kind of... It wasn't well, terrible. I'm not going to say... It wasn't terrible. You know what? I, I, I forgot that I said this on DWI, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that. I said that if Roman Reigns isn't last, then Drew McIntyre's not walking out of that place with the, with the title. So, just forgot. I wanted my flowers to take home with me, too. I'll be a good boy the rest of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, man. Ain't nothing wrong with jerking your own chain every now and again. So, what, what did you guys think about the ending to the SmackDown Money in the Bank? I, I thought it was well done, because I, I know it's mm-hmm. received a lot of criticism, or a little bit of criticism online, but Daniel Bryan was selling that knee injury throughout the entire Elimination Chamber. He started in the Elimination Chamber. I thought that it played very well. Plus, it played into Roman Reigns' douchebag character. Of course, he's going to come out and hop on a wounded Daniel Bryan. Yeah. it's It was perfect, honestly. And it sets up well for Bryan to get a deserved rematch because there's, there's nothing clean there. Even though he lost, quote-unquote, clean... He was injured. He just wrestled a fucking Elimination Chamber match. Roman took advantage of the situation and the fact that he could just kind of make the match whenever he wanted, in a sense. So he, he utilized wrestling logic, and there was plenty of psychology there to prove that Daniel Bryan's going to get another shot. Ideally, you would think that, you know, he'd, he'd get a shot to maybe win the belt and be the, the conquering hero off the evil, douchey tribal chief. But... I think that kind of depends on what happens with his uh, Mania Challenger because I liked the the not-so-subtle nod to the conversation they had on SmackDown with the hands behind the back and the, the kind of condescending conversation whisper in the ear. So Edge did that very well. Roman did that well beforehand. So I think that could be a lot of fun. And I don't know if there's going to be a chance for Roman to have to defend the belt at whatever the hell comes before Mania fast lane or pit stop or whatever fuck they're calling it this year. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But there, there was plenty of psychology there to pay it off. It's just, you know, people complaining that it wasn't fair. Like, you know, we like Daniel Bryan. Well, fuck you. That's the point. You're supposed to like him. You're supposed to think it's not fair because newsflash, it wasn't. That's why Roman's a heel. <laughs> Figure that out. It- and and that's the thing. Again, Edge, he confirmed what we all already knew, that he was going mm-hmm. to challenge Roman at Mania. And, yeah, to people that say that, just like the Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns situation and the Miz situation, people are, like, legitimately pissed. You're getting worked, bro. Yeah, the fact that they feel a certain way about things proves that it's working. He's totally missing the segues here. We were supposed to get into mm-hmm. topic two now. I was setting it up because of where we're going with topic two. Oh, I know. Two. That, that's the only is... reason why I said something else is because, you know, the moderator dropping the ball again. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I got there's stuff going on. You want me to edit it out? Leave it in? What What do you want me to do? You got texts from your exes? What you gonna do? No, no, nah, it's fine, man. We just busting your balls. You can leave it in. Yeah, this is fun. This is part of the whole beauty of Potter's War. We break that third wall. We break that fourth wall. We're on that fifth, sixth wall. Shit, it's fucking funny. What's the wait? What's the what's the sixth wall like? <laughs> Why don't you tell us? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're going to stick with WWE topic number two right here. WrestleMania prospects. What are you expecting from each title? Obviously, as we move forward, Edge and Roman. Uh, but the WWE championship is up for grabs. What's going to happen with Big E and the IC title? We got all the tag team matches all around, et cetera, et cetera. That newly U.S. title. And Bad Bunny as the 24-7 as well. So break down your thoughts for WrestleMania at this point in time. Yeah, so this is definitely going to be more of top... a you thing. <laughs> well, I, I brought this topic up, man. I was specifically just speaking about the world title, which is why I tried to do the Miz segue, but Sonny went off in another direction. He wants to keep us here for another 90 minutes, so cool. How about we get you out the way, Andrew, and then I'll clean it up? Because you're not going to take very long here. No, I'm not. You're right. So, like, we, we know the Edge and Roman thing. I, like, I don't think Drew and Bobby is going to be for the title. I think something bullshit's going to happen between Miz and Bobby. It's going to, much like you said yet last week, where Bobby and Drew are going to face each other, just not for a belt, and it, there's going to be some payoff there. Miz is going to have something else going on. You know, ideally, I'd like to see him hold the belt a little longer because... Uh, and it's only a second reign like giving him like a couple weeks or a month that seems a little a little shitty I mean if it makes sense storyline wise I don't care as much but it, it's just weird maybe we see Damian Priest get a shot at the Miz because of the Bad Bunny stuff maybe Bad Bunny kind of interjects more and then we see Bad Bunny and Damian Priest corner and Morrison in, in Miz's corner and you know that he works himself into a championship match somehow it could work itself out there Asuka I'd still like it to be Kyrie Sane even though there's not a lot of room to make that happen and since there's not a lot of room to make that happen I have no fucking clue where they're going with that so I mean Charlotte seems inevitable in a way but it'd be nice if it wasn't I'd like to see Rhea Ripley show up somewhere and maybe have her own special singles match with, with Charlotte, especially since it's two days, so we don't need to have title matches in every match. I don't know. I mean, I guess tag-wise, we're going to get muscle barbies against uh, Shayna and Nia, or whatever the fuck Dana and Mandy are supposed to call themselves since they're kind of interacting a bit together with one another, so that, that'll probably work itself out somewhere. Um, Intercontinental. That That's a good question, because... I don't watch a ton of WWE, so I'm not really even sure what that whole area looks like. So who who are the bigger players that could really push against Big E that would want that, that aren't, you know, having their designs on uh, the WWE Championship or why, the Universal Championship? Why can't, why can't we find Big E against Seth Rollins in a program for WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship? Because I think he's earmarked to be with Daniel Bryan. And by he, I mean Seth Rollins. But, Andrew, did I say really? that Lashley and Drew 
we're going to be at Mania, but not for the title? Because I don't recall saying it like that. I think you said it was going to be for the title. I'm just seeing it as not, because I would personally like Miz to not drop the title after one month. But it could work that way. You have a shot. Like, it could be Bobby could take it off of him, and then we could have a really short Miz reign, which I guess works for the character, and that could turn into the Bad Bunny tag team for just spectacle event, which is fine, too. But... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'd, li- I'd like Miz to get at least two months out of this. At least. I don't think Bobby Lashley gets the title at all. God damn it, Tony. I don't think... I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying that he isn't worthy deep, of it. Because like a couple months ago, Tony was trying to give a black man a job when you were trying to take it away. So, you know, he's he's never against, you know, putting brothers over. <laughs> yeah, but Tony still can't see that Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are still they are the exact same person. I don't see how you can't see that. How can you not but see you that? Don't see that. Lashley's been called Black Lesnar for the last decade and a half. The difference between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley is the difference between the UFC and Bellator. Still had a better record. Still mixed martial arts. Still college wrestlers. Still genetic freaks. Still look like if this was real, they'd beat everybody's ass. So Neither one the best Hager on the in stick. That same conversation, bud. Fuck no. Let me know when you're. Let me know when you're. He has a better MMA record. He has the same pedigree. Let me know when you're done. Look at Bobby Lashley. Let me know when you're done. Lesnar. No, 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 no. Look at Jake Hager. Can I? I I just want to. I want to encourage you to take as much time as you need. And when you're done, I have four words for my argument. Go for it. Still made more money. Yeah, and we're not going to get into why that is because it goes to what I'm saying. They're literally the same person except for one key difference. Brock Bobby made, didn't have any hair. Brock, but, made, <laughs> Brock made it into UFC oh, yeah, and won that's the... that's what we're going with. I like, I like the pivot there. Brock won the good. UFC heavyweight championship. That's the biggest difference. Because I thought you were going to bring up a melanin deficiency in one of them, and that's why I was just like, oh, wait, are we going there? Oh, no, no hair. I like that one. That was a good a good pivot. I like that joke. Yeah, it, yeah, it's called sarcasm. Thank you. I know, but, but back that was to... a good one. I like, I'm putting you over for the joke. You didn't have to make it obvious. Nah, but get back to what I said. I, I don't care about those secondary titles right now. I think we are heading towards Asuka and Charlotte, which I love because I love their first Mania match, and I think that has an opportunity to steal the show. Now, the WWE world title on Raw. Wait, wait, Sasha and Bianca too, right? We don't we can just nip that in the bud. Oh real yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Both yeah, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Did, did I yeah. miss something? I thought that was obvious. No, I don't think it that's is, been announced. It, it's not. A, she hasn't picked. Yeah, yet. it's not official yet. They're working oh, a program. Really? They're working okay. a program yeah. on Fridays, but not announced. Oh well, they're, yeah. they're together or some shit like that, right? Is it, that where they're probably going to be? I'm asking a be, question. It, it, I'm not the WWE guy. I have to ask questions, yeah. Get a spare tire or something. Can y'all stop saying goofy shit so I can get this joke off? Oh, we, you don't want us to be funnier than you? It's not really that hard. Would you be quiet, Andrew? No, Andrew, you, Andrew, then Andrew. Then why can't y'all do it? Shit. Andrew, Andrew, stop. Oh. Andrew, Andrew, stop. Honey. He's got a horny joke. He needs to get it off. Oh, it's just like horny facts? Retweet them, buddy. Let's go. What's your Twitter like? <laughs> Since you children want to be pestilent, you I refuse pestulent? to allow like you to hear my humor. I thought it was, but we're getting pestilent now. Holy shit! We're gonna get locust. Tell the joke. We want to laugh. 
yeah, it's it's ruined now. So getting back to the WWE title <laughs> picture, the thing, yeah, you're that we're down there. We're can you, can you write it? Can you I, write it down and find a better place to slip it in? That's what she said. <laughs> no. So getting back to the WWE title picture, you're punishing the listeners for our transgressions. Let you both learn a lesson from this. We're not going to learn our lesson. You're just screwing the listeners over. No, no, no. Don't try to Jedi mind trick with this shit on me. Anyway, so he's just trying to blame us to bait the listeners into getting mad. But really, it's just his bullshit because he didn't have anything. Let me tell you, everybody that's listening, I want you to appreciate what's happening here because Andrew and I will fail to ever learn any lessons and Chris is just punishing you. So at the real C Platt on the Twitter, just let them know that you want to hear the joke. So this is how Joe Biden felt during those debates with Trumps when he would just look in the camera and say, "Come on, man! <laughs> Come on, man!" Read a sentence. At least we're a little better than both of those two. So stop that. Oh, fair enough. We have our faculties and all of our real hair. That's exactly. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Joe Biden got that Ric Flair shit going on where it's like flesh colored, but it just happens the top of his head is blonde for some weird reason. I, I don't know how you do that. Uh, That's I can't what it is. It's just, or if it's just the color of your hair, but you know, it's. You'd look good with a blade job, Joe. But getting back to the WWE Championship. <laughs> I, no disrespect. Y'all know that was a joke, man. I don't want anybody to infer uh, anything. Does Kenneth you know. know that? Because I don't know who the fuck is listening right now. This is going to be interesting. That's you fair. You might get but... soon. Yeah, them, them people. Uh, yeah, that's... Yep. <laughs> that's it. Well, this has been all for Potter's War, what, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. It's wrestling. I swear. We just think he could take a bump and he'd look good with color. Go start the car, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, thank you all for tuning in to the series finale of Pod is War. Yeah. I'm going to be on my way to Guantanamo Bay now. Um, yeah. <laughs> please continue to support the Chairshot Radio Network and oh, oh, write me sometime. Hey, avoid the cock meat sandwich. Harold and Kumar told me all about that. That's something you want to avoid. So the WWE <laughs> title, just, just real quick before we move on, I, I did want to get this out real quick. Um, I, I like it said. because there's... God damn it. <laughs> There's just a, a couple of ways they could go here. You know, I would love for Bobby Lashley to get the title next week on Raw. I don't see that happening. I see Drew McIntyre screwing him out of the title, and then we flip it at Fastlane, or what did you call it, bowling pins, or whatever the fuck you called it. And we get... It, it, it doesn't matter. But we get some sort of three-way, or maybe even a fatal four-way. Maybe we throw Sheamus in there, since he technically beat Drew McIntyre while he was champ and Drew McIntyre didn't pin him in the elimination chamber so maybe we get a fatal four way either way I do think that or at least I'm hoping that Bobby Lashley walks into Wrestlemania as the champ and him and Drew they they catch a fair one now I will say this though I would forfeit all of that Uh just for the laugh of having Bad Bunny versus The Miz in a title-for-title match at the main event of WrestleMania. Can you imagine what that would do to the IWC? These motherfuckers would literally implode like a goddamn supernova. You know what I mean? (laughs) It would be hilarious just for that reason, just to see everybody lose their collective shits. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be hilarious. Let's play in that play space for a half a second. How do you take the, the title off of Bad Bunny then? 
because Bad, Bad Bunny's had the top four out of five, you know, cash drawing merchandise sales. So obviously WWE struck gold with the, this whole Bad Bunny thing. So if they really tried to pull like the David Arquette side of the game and just put the belt on him just purely for gimmick to try to get a couple more clicks or sell a couple more shirts or whatever it is, how do you get the belt off of him without actually like, you know, beating him, beating him, and making it just look stupid. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. I literally was going to say as you were talking, so you, you're saying they should put the, the title on him on the David Arquette side of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's As soon as you said title for title, that's right where I went with it. So put, put the title on Bad Bunny. How do you take the title off of him without it looking goofy? Oh, well, this is easy. You, the night after WrestleMania, that Raw after Mania, you have the Hurt Business jump Damian Priest so he's got no backup and have Bobby Lashley put him in the, what are they, not the, what they, not the Lashley the plank, Hurt the, Locker? The, the, the Hurt Shut Locker, up. right? No, I thought it was called the Hurt Locker. I literally no, the, thought it was called that. No, it's the Hurt Business. No, no, the, but the, the Master Lock move, I thought that was oh, called okay. the fucking Hurt Locker. No, it, it doesn't matter. We talk about the just the hurt, the hurt lock, yes, not the, the locker. There's lock. not an yes, ER. Yes. There's yeah. no ER on it. Just lock the hurt lock. Uh, yeah, I know, I know how y'all feel about them ERs, but yeah. So have Bobby Lashley come oh, out. I haven't used a hard ER in a long time, sir. Come on. <laughs> Wait, step on yourself, there, buddy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> walk into the trap. But no, nah, you just have him put the hurt lock on. Bobby Lashley gets the title in 30 seconds, and we're off to the races. Sure. I know I get that's fine. I I don't hate it. That's fine. And then it goes on to Lashley and then we're good. And then everybody's happy. Because Lashley not, looks like a million bucks I, and he he deserves a legitimate reign at least once. So, so I this, suppose that's fine. This match has to open Raw next week, right? Like, oh shit, I gotta tune into Raw because shit. The opening to Raw needs to be the bell fucking no no music, no nothing, cold open, bell rings. Lashley and Miz are already out in the ring, right? And then if Lashley's to win, and then instantaneously, boom, done. And then McIntyre comes out, and and something happens where there's another match at the end of the night, like a rematch already right away at the end of the night. That's how you how are you gonna pop a number next Monday? Because you started off with the, the attack that Chris said, where the Damian Priest gets attacked in the back, which oh. delays the match. Because you don't you don't want to blow everything in the first five minutes. Who gives a shit about the first five minute rating? If Bad Bunny is that much of a draw, this is going to lead to at least second. No, 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 no. Bad Bunny's not involved until the last match. Yeah, yeah. You 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 guys are saying two different things, but go ahead, continue, Tony. Bad Bunny's not involved until the last match because what happens is if this happens right away to open Raw, everybody that's actually watching tweets and texts everybody that they know that watches wrestling and go holy shit fucking just the title changed hands and then at the end of the night there's going to be another title match or whatever else and then Bad Bunny costs Miz a chance to get his title back and that's how we get Miz moving with Morrison to face Priest and Bad Bunny at Wrestlemania and onward continues Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley oh you're talking previous to Wrestlemania not post like we were already at See, this would happen if you didn't walk away for, you know, five minutes. But anyway, not the point. It also wouldn't happen if you would actually care to tune into Raw and know that next week there's a world title match between... Who gives a shit? 
Who gives a shit? We were talking about Mania. Mania was the question, not next week on Raw. It would also help if you were sober, because you would have heard what he was saying. And both of y'all would have heard that the two of you would I heard him say Miz, which I don't understand how it would have So Elimination Chamber, Elimination Chamber, the Miz, hey guys, the Miz, the Miz cashed in at Elimination Chamber. Yes, we know that. We talked about that in the first question. (laughs) But honestly, there's there's a bazillion ways that they can get, that they can go from here. All I want at the end of the day is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the title at WrestleMania and prayerfully with the title on the almighty period. Good luck. The kids say. I don't know. Like I said, I think he gets the title at least once, but I don't know if it's now that seems a little too gimmicky because they've done a lot of the slow burn stuff with her business where they'll lose like three or four matches or like for two or three months and then they'll have all the gold and then they'll come back and they're, they're a legit team. I, I like what they did with them because it gave Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, Lashley all a direction, aside from Lashley bending over with Leo Rush and talking about his sisters and shit like that. So it's it's all good. It's just it seems like it's very slow burn. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Lashley get crowned anything until later, either after Mania or maybe SummerSlam or something like that. So just to put a bow on this topic and to bring it full circle with the Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley comparisons obviously they're the same person I don't care what Tony's talking about shout out to MVP who has been one of the bright spots on Raw throughout this entire and the bright spots in wrestling throughout this entire pandemic and finally finally if we ignore TNA Bobby Lashley has found his Paul Heyman Fair enough. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I thought that we would exercise the use of one of our greatest tools that we have. And it is not my tool. It is not Andrew's tool. It is not anybody's tool but the one who is the very own MVP of TheChairShot.com. And I would like for you to officially start this by giving us what we most recognize as the Big Show theme song. Me, 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 mo, 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 mo. Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Doom, doom. Well, well, it's the Big Show. It's a big bash show tonight. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, it's the Big Show. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Big Show. Do, 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 do. In a dub, you tonight. I hope you got more to say because I got to clean the butt out of my ears right now so I can't really hear anything so uh <laughs> you, you, you all talk and pontificate wax poetic about Big Show before uh, I can hear just burning some more face calories over here <laughs> what, are you dropping your kids off at the pool what are you talking about burning face calories yeah my face I'm smiling it's burning face calories <laughs> I can't stop laughing <laughs> And if you would like the official single or the cover single of Platt singing, well, it's the big show. Make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt so we can raise some money and get that shit on iTunes and get me in a studio well, so I, I can think record you it just properly. Listen, away anybody from buying our shirts ever no, again. I want to put this. I want to put this out there. Any money for the rest of the time. I'm gonna put this out there for anybody. If you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Before between now and WrestleMania, and you can go on any social media and find any one of us or anyone from the chair shot and show us a receipt of the shirt that you bought. Christopher Platt will personally call you and record your voicemail for whatever wrestling theme song you would like that he personally okays. Is this a reward or punishment for buying the shirt? That's all I need to know. Like, where are we going with this? You really going to bury us right here, Andrew, and we trying to make some goddamn money? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I second what Tony said. My ears still aren't completely working, so that's probably what the problem is. My, the problem is my hearing. Thank you. All Come you got to do, is, all you gotta do is use the promo code, promo code. Yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. And now I know how Tunny feels. But yes, I, I will do that. I, I will do that. What what he said I would do, I'll do it. Yeah. It's official. Buy a chair shot t shirt. Show us that you bought a chair shot t shirt on social media and Christopher Platt will record a voicemail message for you in any wrestling theme song that he deems appropriate for him to sing. All right. So since that's official, can we can we phrase this in the form of an official question? Like Big Show is officially a part of the AEW, you know, brand. Is is that where we want to go with this? So how how does everybody feel about the situation while my hearing is returning? Chris, do you do you want to wax poetic, please, a little bit? Just just well, please. Well, since you can't hear us, why don't you mute your microphone so we don't have to hear you? And it's mutually beneficial for all wow. parties involved, okay? Man, it's getting personal Ooh. over here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we're not, we're not talking about a topic that's mutually beneficial for both parties, so I don't know why we have to do that. Oh, I don't know, because probably we're recording on a Wednesday, and this was the biggest story that came out today. Size-wise, sure, because he's over. <laughs> What's okay? Let me let me ask you guys this question: uh, on a scale of, and just just play along and just honestly answer this question, okay? Don't give me a hard time on on what I'm about to ask and how I'm about to ask you to respond to it. And you know why I'm giving you a caveat? I like here. how you're prefacing all of I just this. I want an honest to goodness answer. When you heard the news today that that Big Show is part of AEW officially. Like, I think Chris was the one to text us, right? And I didn't know him before he texted us. Did you, Andrew? 
no. Okay. And that's about when it was released. So, um, how surprised were you that he left WWE for AEW on a scale of 1 to 10? Because for me, I was probably like about a little over a 7, not quite 7.5 out of 10. I, I couldn't believe... I, I didn't think he would leave WWE. To, to play in your play space, where I guess most people expected him to be a oh, lifer. Oh, yes, come on in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say from that perspective, probably about a six, six and a half. But personally, you know, I, I could care less. So I, I, I rolled over. That That's how uninterested I was in this topic. But from your play space, I'll say a six and a half. Right, but isn't... Okay, so let's let's continue for a second with, with your narrative there and, and your interest in WWE. Like, it's not something you're, you're not going to know what's going on, but you're not going to pay attention to it closely all the time. But isn't that doesn't that say something about what happened though? That, that at that level you were surprised that he would leave. I mean, that's something. He's been there like what twenty two, twenty three years. Mm-hmm. So, like it, it's hard to believe that he'd leave because he was there so long. It's it's a similar reason to why Jericho was such a big boon for AEW. Is that at some point you stop thinking that they're wrestlers and you just associate them with WWE lifers. And Big Show kind of fell into that same thing because Big Show had his issues in WCW, came into his own in WWE, and then, you know, you just expected him to stay there because they they helped him get back in shape, they helped him with a bunch of other stuff, they brought him back for a match here or there because he had the match against, what, McIntyre last year after Mania, technically. So, like, it's... It's not like he hasn't been in in the uh, scope of WWE use you know using him for storylines, but he hasn't been active. And I guess this is just him thinking he's got more to do or more to offer. So, good I guess good on him to get another payday. You know, when I first saw that the news broke. On a scale of one to ten, my first reaction was a fifteen. To be honest with you, because yeah, like you guys said, I th- I just assumed he would be a lifer. But the more I thought about it, it probably comes back down to kind of in the middle where you guys are. Tony, you were a seven. Balls, you were a six. I would probably say maybe six and a half, because what was WWE really going to do with him at this particular point in time? Number one. Number two, if you're not Rock or Stone Cold or Triple H you see how they treat their legends like Big Show he was a I would consider Big Show a top guy but he wasn't on that Rock Stone Cold Triple H level not saying Triple H is in the on the level of Rock and Stone Cold but he's the, he's he's literally the game right now like he's the he's he's the game so yeah so they're going to deify him but all they were going to do is probably just embarrass him and, and shit on him, kind of like they do now with even a Ric Flair. And you remember when, when Triple H emasculated Booker T when Sting first came in and Booker was on commentary? Like, they probably weren't going to do a whole lot with him. And those Shaka Kong checks over on TNT, them shits is long. And they don't and- have- And they don't bounce. And you have to imagine that it's going to be a less strenuous... Uh, they're not going to ask as much from him as WWE would have, especially for probably the money that he's getting paid. So I mean, it I, helps that most of the wrestlers come up to his sternum, so that's really not a lot of effort he has to put in there. Well, that's going to be kind of awkward. 
<laughs> when he does have some matches. That's going to be a little awkward. Yeah, just, but... just wait for the big show versus Marco stunt match that, you know, they're going to put together at some point because, you know, they have to because it's an oh, AEW oh. thing. Oh, I'm here for that. And I want to see Big Show squash that melon farmer with his size 23 or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm here for that. Just for the, the car crash spectacle of it all. And we're going to get, speaking of car crashes, we're going to get to that the next <clears> topic. But I'm here for that. We're talking about Tiger Woods in the next topic? No shit. Holy Ooh. crap. Thank you. Oh, oh was, that, was that poor yeah, form? Yeah. Oh, too soon. Too soon. I know you're already getting into the AEW side of it, but do you think that the lack of success from the Big Show show on Netflix had anything to do with it because I think WWE thought that that was going to catch a good rating and get renewed for another season and they had another person like The Miz and they could have played him like you know the happy giant and, and the face that could have lost to the good heel uh, and and that didn't that got cancelled and it was done and, and they were just like well then maybe he's done you know that that's the last question I have on that topic other than you the, might be the rest right. of the AEW conversation. No, you might be right. Because, yeah, they probably thought that was going to launch something and that was going to be their entryway into Netflix and that possibly could have been another stream of income, having all these wrestlers start getting their own sitcoms or documentaries or whatever the case may be, and it just didn't work out. Because, you know, to be honest, I, I had no idea his contract was even up. And, I mean, we don't typically know that shit but yeah I, you might be onto something there Sonny just to be honest with you they probably saw no not a whole lot of value in them and AEW threw a number out there and it was too an offer he couldn't refuse on the godfather side of the game because at some point you fully expect him to come back and have a WWE legends contract whenever he's done with AEW like the day this contract ends with AEW and he decides he doesn't want to be with them anymore Vince is like here's your legends contract thanks because we're both going to make money he is, but he's not Taker either. So that's that's another guy I should have threw through, through in that Rock Austin Triple H stratosphere. Because you remember when Taker started taking outside bookings and Vince McMahon lost his shit and he signed him to a, a what a sixty five year deal or some goofy shit like that. Something like that just to keep him away from whatever the convention whatever. was. Or, yeah, just keep him away I, from I whatever. What it was, but you're you're right because he was going to have was, a signing and then it he, was they took it away. It was Starcast, but you you oh, said yeah, it right. Yep, yep. Yeah, but you said it right the first time. Keep him away from whatever. And then mm -hmm. that's a period on that sentence, yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, so that that's a good good no with the, the Netflix thing because the, the sad thing was is that from everything I read, most critics didn't hate it. Like, they thought it was okay, if not like a little generic or maybe a little too cookie cutter, but like nobody was offended by it. It wasn't awful like Knucklehead or some of the shitty like WWE movies like 12 Rounds or the first like two or three Marines. So, I mean, that that's something. So I'm a little surprised they didn't get renewed, especially in COVID era where everybody's just watching TV and you get weird fucking shit that gets renewed or that gets even greenlit. So maybe, maybe, but I just... Good, good for good for Big Show, Paul White, the Giant, whatever the fuck you want to call him, to uh, get a decent payday out of it. And it's not like he'll be putting a lot of effort. Starting with commentary, a little bit of an active kind of roster thing, once in a blue moon, nobody's that big. Whoop-de-doo. Nah, that shit was corny, man. I, I couldn't even... Urkel was on the show, Jaleel White, and I didn't even realize Urkel was on the show because I never got to the Urkel episodes. I didn't make it past episode two. 
I will say Big Show was good in it. The show was corny, but he was really good in it. He's he's good. He's charming. He has excellent comedic timing, and I I I could see him doing more Hollywoodish type things. And now he's under the Turner branch. Hey, maybe they come up with a like a buddy situational cop comedy show. They already like have Rizzoli it. And they Isles. they, they, already, they already have a show. Supposed to no, be no, no. On the next hey, season of the Go Big Show because he's thank big you. Show, so. Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm the TV mm-hmm. guy. Yes, that's where I was going. Good job, Andrew. I fig- I figured that's yeah. where you're going since you look like you went to interject and the Go Big Show was just the obvious thing where you put Big Show on the Go Big Show with you Go Big Show. Go. Well, no, no. Hey, like, go me, Speed Racer, go, but it's Go Big Show, go. Okay, feel me on this. Paul White, right? We got Paul White. Mm-hmm. We bring in, uh, we bring in, uh, what's my man, JB Smooth, <laughs> as his character from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Leon Black. And it's a buddy cop show called Black and White. <sighs> Maybe it's called Thick and Thin. Thick and Thin. That works too. Stop it. Bald and balder. Good God. Maybe it's called... Oh, I got a good top... I got a good uh, uh, title. Top, topic four. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. Apparently, there is some official business going on with a certain Impact Wrestling title. I would really appreciate it if Andrew would take the lead here and help us out and fill us in because I don't want to miss anything. And it does relate to maybe a certain title collector down the road. Oh, you see, I thought you were just going to continue with the Aerosmith references because you said you didn't want to miss a thing. But Cause it, No, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> at least, yeah, not, at least so, not Aerosmith. That's tough. Uh-huh. No fair. So it, it's not so much an Impact title, though I guess now it officially is, but it's a TNA title. And they officially reactivated the TNA World Heavyweight Championship last night because we're, you know recording this on a Wednesday so on the last Tuesday edition of Impact 
Scott Demore got pissed at Moose for all of the stuff he was pulling and the, the Moose's time, Rich's time, interrupting things, trying to hijack shows. So he just decided to reactivate the TNA title. This, much like uh, the uh, indomitable chairman of uh, Chairshot, said Greg DeMarco in our in our uh, text back and forth, he thinks it's just a awkward excuse to have Rich beat Moose, skip both titles, and then have Rich job to Kenny Omega so Kenny Omega can end up with more championships. And that's plausible. And the only argument I can see to that is after Moose brought back the TNA title last year when we were supposed to have the TNA uh, WrestleMania show where they were supposed to kind of go one night only and go back to TNA, lots of people like that. All, all of the Twitch viewers, all of the old school TNA fans popped hard for it. They popped hard for Moose changing the, the belt from being a black strap to a white strap. They thought that looked really sharp. And Moose's whole character has developed and changed over the last year to actually be impressive. He's, he's finally lived up to what Chris always wanted him to be when he was, you know, talking all that good shit about Moose, when Moose was just big and clumsy and just kind of, you know, living off of his former NFL stuff. And I get just, it. It probably just, is to just go to Kenny. Man, I, okay, I, go, I apologize, go. To, I apologize man, but you said the, the chair shot chairman, and my first thought was, holy shit. We got LaParka in this bitch, yo! Woo, 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 woo. You know, if Greg ever showed up on a show with the LaParka mask on, I would give him credit for that one. The king uh, if he could do the little knee dance too with a chair and play guitar, that'd be funny. But either way, to just finish the propers, Moose has been amazing. If this is all just a bullshit way to kind of get Kenny Omega to do his best impression of Ultimo Dragon when Dragon had nine championships. Like, that's corny as fuck, but it's very much something I could see Callus and Khan and Omega wanting to do. So, I could see it. I hope it isn't, because honestly, I, I would love to see Moose as the official Impact Champion and just fucking put the rocket on him and make him the big guy. Platt, before you go real quick, can I say, what if this ends up being an ode to Dragon and he gets to eight, and he doesn't win the ninth. And it's, the whole time, it's just paying homage to what he did. Where are they going to find nine titles from, sir? Oh, come it on. It's too hard, though. Think about the Yolo, Yolo County Championships that AJ won. I mean, it, and, and, and he, just, he would love the fact that I brought that up. Yeah, and then you also got, you know, NWA's only got two people on the roster, Nick Aldis and fucking Serena Deeb. So maybe Nick Aldis just jobs to Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega becomes the NWA champion at some point. And then uh, then we have that interesting situation. So I hope it doesn't because when Austin Aries tried to do this a couple years ago when he got up to four or five, it was, it was kind of cool to see the belt collector thing again. But you, you felt like it would flame out because Aries is an asshole and most people don't like him and don't want to do work with him. So it was just interesting to see how well he could ride that WWE little bit of bump and pay and a little bit of bump and hype. Omega's got his, his kind of connections with so many people that it would feel less like an homage and just like a bad parody. And I, I don't really like that. Like, some things don't need to be 
attempted to be re you know redone or beaten or just you, you can't recapture the magic once the genie's out of the bottle you kind of have to just let it be and what 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 dragon did with the j crown was fantastic and it's not something that we need to really see again like sasuke great sasuke was the first one that had eight dragon beat him by one and we, we don't need to see omega with his weird otaku i need to pretend i'm japanese bullshit and like i'm the fucking best fucking belt collector ever like their fucking comic books and yeah so i don't know i don't know i just want to see moose moose take impact back to where it you know it used to be i don't i'm not saying like the great heights but at least moose should be the top guy in that organization and he's he's been proving it left and right the last year or so all right so before i pontificate amber andrew plug your ears Don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. God. And Amber lives with him, too. Amber, I'm sorry. (laughs) If you're listening, Amber, I apologize. (laughs) I should have never mentioned the Aerosmith stuff just because Tony kind of made a half reference. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she's gonna feel you on a spiritual level on that one, but that's the end of it. You know, this whole AEW Impact Alliance, it, it reminds me a lot. It's akin to a bad blowjob. In theory, it sounds delightful and you're very excited for it. However, the execution leaves a lot to be desired and that's how I feel about this alliance oh I thought there was going to be a lot of teeth well that's bad for different reasons sometimes they're just bad because they're just bad I I could go into a whole diatribe about some some, let's not I could (laughs) this is not the forum I'm aware go ahead let's see what happens what the hell I got a title I got a title for that too (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah, just just steer us out of this bad blowjob skid right now, because, you bad blowjob skid's a terrible image, too, in your head. Can <laughs> you yeah. now, now we got the teeth back in. God damn it, y'all. Now we got the teeth back in play, and it's just, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You look like, um, you remember in the cartoons when uh, Sylvester would get shaven and like his whole skin was like pink and stuff like that. I'm, there's something there, and I think y'all kind of picking up what I'm putting down a little bit. A little bit, or it just looks like, you know, a werewolf movie where there's a lot of scrapings on the back of somebody's neck or like the, the torn body, and then you're just like, oh, oh, that's going to scab over and it's going to hurt to pee. That's fucking for her. It sucks. It's not talking about gonorrhea either. <laughs> So back to <laughs> ah, just saying. <laughs> I I agree with everything you said though. I think that yeah, they probably are gonna put the title on the rich homie Swan and eventually Omega will be the impact champion as well. I just don't care. You know, this uh shout out I love Don Callis, shout out to Don Callis, and he's been the only one holding this entire program together. It was nice to see the Good Brothers on Impact. It's cool. We'll we'll get to that next topic. It was cool to see my man Kashida, Kashida in on uh, AEW. You but we'll get Kenta? to that. 
I meant Kenta. You know what I meant. He was Kushida in WWE. No, Kushida's no, still in WWE. He's, he's still Tommy in WWE. I literally just said Kushida's still in WWE. I, I know. Mistakes. I'm just I, telling I, you what the real name was so you can remember. I'm yeah, because that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because that's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. But, but, yeah. but seriously, though, you know, yeah, I could see them doing the belt thing, and it might be cool. I'm just completely out on Kenny Omega at this point in time, man. It just seems like if he doesn't have a Japanese dance partner, his matches are going to be underwhelming. He can't talk. He dresses like a 1980s gigolo at the beach in Point Blank or Top Gun or some shit like that. I'm just, I'm just out on him. <laughs> so, uh, should Kenny Omega be in the new Maverick sequel? You think he's going to do the Val Kilmer role for Iceman? Yeah, that's what he, he's going. He's gonna do that weird teeth thing that we know no one understands what the fuck that means. <laughs> I'll be your wingman anytime. <laughs> it's better if I don't comment on this particular topic. Kenny Omega's just like I was inverted, and he's just like, "What the fuck does that even mean, Omega?" <laughs> I'll be your wingman anytime. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's some serious undertones in both Top Gun and professional wrestling. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just best if I don't say things. I mean, it just it just sounds like you've <laughs> lost that, Chris. That's all. I've lost what? That love and feeling. Oh Jesus! You know, Whoa, you know, that love and feeling. feeling. You've lost that love and feeling. Love now feeling. it's gone, it's gone, gone. 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 Whoa. Chris, I want you to know I'll never get down on my knees for you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a bad blowjob, but that's how we end the topic, everybody. Oh, wow. Chair shot. Network. Deal with that wet blanket, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You had more. You always bitch. I don't know. No. Well, you wait too long for your fucking come on. Do the next topic. And then I do it. And now you got something else to say. Maybe it's no, your well, problem. Read the room, gentlemen. Can't, can't and I mean, we, we talked about this in pre-production where I wanted to go here. But I couldn't cut y'all off because I had two solos. So how can I cut y'all off when y'all break <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. How magnanimous of you. Okay. Continue. I thought so. <laughs> but just real quick, man, I can't believe neither near not a one of y'all is excited for next week's AEW where we're going to get Cody Rhodes and Velvet Cake, and I know that's not her name, versus Jay Cargill and Shaquille O'Neal. And you wonder why I wanted to go to the next topic. Yeah, no, okay, I don't fucking give a oh. shit about this. <laughs> One, I love anything Jay Cargill. This must be what it feels like when y'all watch the Housewives shows and stuff like that. Because every segment and everything she does on that show is just such a beautiful Neither PC Tony nor rank. Andrew Blaz watch Housewives. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't know I watched that shit. 
just to, okay, well then I'm talking to the audience. But it's just a beautiful train wreck of a segment and you just can't yeah, look away. It's that awful that it's actually fantastic. Mm. Yes. See, yes. I, I appreciate Jade Cargill and I know I've 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 listened to Cornette as well, so I understand exactly what you're getting at. No no but... no no this has nothing to do I, with I didn't say I... you were biting oh, his no. style. I'm just saying he says the same thing as you where it's so awful, it's must-see TV. Because he says that it's like, she's the best thing on AEW because she's so awful, he wants to watch because it's fucking garbage. And that's at least entertaining to him. So I get what you're getting at. All that. I But you're not disagreeing either. Like, Cargill is aesthetically amazing. Like, I would love it if she never talked. Like, she's a gorgeous woman. But as soon as she opens her mouth, then... That's the bad blowjob of the topic right there. Because, good God, she's got no fucking charisma. She's got no personality. If her name was charisma, she would still not be anywhere near what that word means. So, Jesus fucking Christ. But that's not the point I'm getting at. Shaq is almost 50. Come on, I don't give a shit about this match. Shaq could have had a match five years ago when he was marginally more athletic and in better shape and a little younger and yada 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 and it could have been the big 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 boy match a big show versus him but now he, I don't give a shit like but that's another cool possibility though with AEW now that Paul Ooh. White and Shaq are cool. under yes are both under the Turner umbrella do you but... also want to watch Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan have like a one on one pickup game like where the fuck are we in the 90s right now Watch that. I mean, I would, but I'm also come on, a man. That's Bulls what I'm saying. Boy. So we got I'm a Jay Bulls fanboys. So that's just that. I don't count when it comes to that. We got Jay Cargill. We got Red Velvet Cake. Oh, Cody Rhodes, who God bless Cody Rhodes because he's gonna be in charge to try to keep all this shit together to make it somewhat coherent. And, and it's not gonna that, be. We got Shaquille O'Neal, who's out here. Busting down uh, plexiglass windows on the set of Inside the NBA, talking about what he's going to do to what does he call Cody Rhodes? PC, do you remember what he calls Cody Rhodes? Does he call him a cupcake? I think he calls him Cupcake Cody Rhodes. He cut a promo on Inside the NBA and he called him Cupcake Cody Rhodes. Yo, this is going to be amazing. This is what we watch wrestling for. This is Mr. T at WrestleMania 1. This is LT versus Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania 10. This is Floyd Money Mayweather versus the aforementioned Paul White at WrestleMania 20, whatever the fuck. This is what going Mr. to be... Mr. T and Piper at WrestleMania 2. Or Mr. T and Piper at WrestleMania 2. Okay. This is going to be so beautifully, phenomenally horrible that it's going to be the best thing. I haven't looked forward to anything AEW this much since their first pay-per-view. <sighs> you know, I'm proud of you, Chris, that you can still keep some of your fandom along with like the Smart Mark bullshit podcast or stuff that you do. Because... You're not wrong. All right, let me let me let me preface this without trying to sound like too much of a, a smarmy prick. I, li I like the fact that you're excited, the fandom is showing, and that's cool, and I appreciate that. But from the the aspect that I like wrestling, I do like a good story. Cody tells the best story in AEW, which is a low bar, I'm fully aware. But still, I I feel like this is gonna be a lot like Mr. T Piper WrestleMania too, where. You know, Mr. T misses that big punch that Piper sells, and then the whole match turns into a fucking joke. This match is just gonna get memed on. I, I don't, I don't see an an exit strategy for this because 
Like, Cardgill's the train wreck. Shaq probably isn't exactly wonderful in the ring. And, you know, Cody can only do so much. And, you know, Red, red Velvet Cake or whatever the fuck you want to call her, like, I don't know enough about her to know her, her chops and her track record. But if it's, like, most of the women's division in AEW, low bar well. Low bar as well. Granted, harder to say after the match they had that Deeb and Riho had last week because that was one of the better matches that AEW's had in the history of the company, much less the women's division. But the the bar is so low on this, I have no interest if it ends up being impressive. Maybe it'll be like fucking Rousey and Angle versus, uh, you know, Stephanie and Trips, and we'll get impressed. But I would rather be impressed than come in expecting entertainment and get fucking disappointed. Right, I'm not saying this is going to be 10 stars in the Tokyo Dome. Have you ever seen the well, uh, Wicker Man? <laughs> Shut up. Have you ever seen? <laughs> have you ever seen the Wicker Man remake that came out? The bees. The bees. Yes. Come on. It is the last thirty minutes of that movie. Not one of the funniest movies that you've ever seen in the history of your life. You and just not... described ninety percent of Nicolas Cage's discography. But not because it was a good movie, because it was so overwhelmingly bad and utterly you ridiculous. You described most it Nicolas Cage movies that exist. He's so terrible, but he gets to the point of being amusing because he's bad. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express. I'm right. not looking for that, okay? This is going to be the room of wrestling matches, is what you're saying. So... Cody Rhodes is going to be like the Tommy Wiseau where he's just going to produce and direct and act in this giant fucking amazing train rack of just beauty and and crying and outrage. I'm going to tell you like this. This is going to be, and I'm dating myself here, but you both will get this reference. This will be the Evil Dead of wrestling matches. Shout out to Bruce. Technically, Evil Dead did have a remake a couple years ago, so that's not as dated of a reference as you think it is, but you mean the Sam Raimi Bruce Campbell version, so yes, I get what you're getting at. Yeah, and Bruce Campbell is amazing. So, yeah, yes, fun. he is. Okay. Be that one. All right, we'll we'll see if this is Evil Dead or if this is fucking Little Nicky. Little Nicky was funny too. I liked it. Okay, no, stop it. We're moving on to the next topic now. Definitely, thechairshot.com. Always <laughs> use your head. Oh, I guess this is the point because we're actually going to be talking about New Japan or Japanese stuff. So I guess I get to open up the topic and talk about things. So New Japan is going to actually have a very big weekend this weekend. And um, we're starting with New Japan Strong on Friday where we're finally going to get Kenta versus Moxley. I fucking pray that Kenta beats Moxley for the IWGP US title. So he brings that back to Japan proper and they get it off of a gaijin that can only work once every fucking six months um then we're gonna have castle attack for saturday and sunday where we're going to get a smattering of matches some changed because hiromu takahashi got injured so as of recording this right now i have no clue if they're gonna actually do an interim title match though they might not because he's he's the the prospect is that he's only gonna be out for six months and New Japan does have that six-month rule where if there's six months of inactivity, then they'll strip you, but you do get that six-month leeway. So if Hiromu comes back a little early or if they fudge the numbers a little bit, they might be able to keep him as the champion and just kind of 
work within the division anyway. The tag match got changed from Bushi and Hiromu to El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kenamaru against Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo. Um, we've got Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Great Okan for the, the Never Championship. And in the, in the turn of events that happened a little bit earlier this month where Naito just challenged for the Intercontinental Championship at the New Beginning Tour and not both championships, this is that Intercontinental match where it's going to be Naito versus Ibushi and Naito's going to try to pry the double titles away and separate everything again, hopefully, because those di- double titles are fucking worthless. So, anyway... That that's that. So it's three big nights of New Japan action. There's, I think the tag match is technically Thursday when this goes up. But again, it's it's a, it's a junior tag match. Like nobody really cares. It's it's like the New Japan's tag division is much like most tag divisions in wrestling, and it's very uninspired, boring, and who cares? So let's not talk about that. Let, let's focus on Tanahashi being the big strong boy never champion and Ibushi and Naito in their whose neck breaks first match. And of course, Kenta and Matsu. <laughs> yeah, that's perfectly put. Who next neck breaks first match? But just real quick, man, I want to double back to that Takahashi. I, I know I butchered his name, but you know what I'm talking about. Hiromu. I want to double. It. I want to double back to his injury because how bad is it? I've heard anywhere between he'll be out anywhere between six to nine months. And quite frankly, without him, that division is fucked. Is it no, not? It's not fucked. No, because it's a it's a pectoral injury. So I don't know if it's a terror or whatever. Because New Japan isn't as transparent with everything. So I I don't know exactly the extent. The first number I heard was six months, and if he can be on the six month side of the game, they don't necessarily have to strip him of the title because he did defend it at earlier in February. So if he's back by August or roughly, they they can they can fudge the numbers and make it make sense. So we're, we're okay there. Junior division, it's a little light at the moment because Yo is still hurt and he's the other half of Rapunky 3K, but Sho's still a house. Taiji Ishimori, he's, he's Bone Soldier from Bullet Club, whatever you want to call him. You know, he's wonderfully well-traveled, well-seasoned, former X-Division champion, was in Noah, was in Noah for, I think, 12 years, won the uh, GHC Junior Championship a bunch of times, the Tag Championship a bunch of times. El Fantasmo's won the, the Super J Cup two years in a row, and he's, you know, bigger in England than he is anywhere else, but he's, he's starting to rise. You know what, though? I am really looking forward to the, uh, the Moxley match this weekend, though, because... He's kind of on that Omega list for, with me because I haven't seen him have an interesting match or even a match I liked outside of his New Japan stuff. You know, negating his WWE stuff, but his most recent stuff. I take that back. I did kind of like the Eddie Kingston match, but most of his best stuff has been with New Japan. So this should be interesting. I Do you think they'll take the title off of him? Because, I mean, what does he? what else does he have going on at this point? To, oh. I know what else he has going on in this point in time. I forgot. What is it? The uh, the uh, head exploding Tokyo Dome 3K uh, wacky waving inflatable tube men exploding barbed wire on a pole Judy Bagwell shit coming up with Kenny Omega, right? That yeah, that's close enough. I'm not I'm not gonna argue that one. Plus he's also got blood sport going on, which that well, that, that happened last week game. though. No, but he also challenged Josh Barnett to a match for Bloodsport 6. Did you watch so, that? I did watch the, 
the Harry Smith, Davy Boy Jr. Smith, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it wasn't bad. It was it was a yeah. solid match. It ended abruptly because Smith kind of had him had his number cut, busted him open, and then it ended abruptly with the the double arm DDT Death Rider per uh, what the hell what the paradigm, what, paradigm shift. shift or something. Yeah. yeah. So he he calls it something different in New Japan and AEW. So same concept, but then he won by knockout because he apparently knocked out Harry Smith. So it, it's fine. It wasn't bad. It was it was a decent match. It was rough. It was exciting, and I'm curious if Barnett's going to do the job to him at the next Bloodsport. But that that's neither here nor there because that still didn't like set the world on fire. But yeah, I mean, I I think Moxley has to lose the belt, like. In, unless they're going to actively be doing more stuff with New Japan and I don't know how actively you can be doing things when there's still the pandemic and you've only got a handful of wrestlers that have, you know, residency in America that can probably even do something like that. It's probably easier just to give it to Kenta and then have him defend on New Japan stuff and possibly go back over to Japan for bigger shows. So, I don't know. You, you got to get the belt off of somebody who's not all the time available unless their name is Brock Lesnar but I feel you so yeah, <laughs> just gotta it's a whole yeah. different situation I, yeah I know well, that's apples and orangutans I, I know but the race to break your neck match which goddamn, I just wish the, I love both these guys but I hate watching them wrestle each other and maybe they know what they're doing and they're not going to end up paraplegics in 20 years maybe they know what they're doing but it's just it's just uncomfortable to watch do you think there's any way that they take the title off of Ibushi considering the last 8 months I'll say the last year there's been a lot of title switches in New Japan you know more so than typically what they do as a company it's a good question Honestly, because splitting the title away is just going to make a thin, an already thin roster possibly look thinner because you don't have as much outside talent coming in and then you have another belt now that has its own separate, you know, challenger system if you really want to break it down like that. So if it was a normal situation, I would say, yeah, they're going to break it apart. This is fine because then that also... It also gives Naito a shot at the heavyweight if he beats Ibushi, so it has a already pre-set up challenge for the heavyweight, and then we can gotta get through that and get one step closer to Dominion, and then G1 and yada yada yada. So, uh, I'd like to say yes, I would, just because I don't like both belts put together. But much like I think I said a couple weeks ago. It's also around that time when we could see a fifth generation belt since we're on the fourth generation belt. So it, it would be a good excuse to, you know, make a new belt design if you're combining the Intercontinental into the heavyweight. So I could see it both ways. I'd like Naito to win, though, just because I don't want to see the Intercontinental be absorbed. All right. So, real quick, why don't you let the good people know where they can watch this show this weekend? You can watch the show on njpwworld.com. And you could probably find it nefariously, but we don't really support that. You know, it's just nine, 999 yen. So that, that ends up being less than $10. It might even be less than $9, depending on the, the conversion rate that month. But it's it's not that expensive, and you get you get strong. You get, 
you know, all the shows. You get all the Road 2 shows. You get plenty of stuff. Plus, you get all the backlog. You get all the previous 15 Wrestle Kingdoms and all the other shows that they have up there. So, it's worth the 10 bucks or less. So, it's, it's hard to argue about that. And I get Andrew's username and password. But, uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor well, there. Yeah, yes, yes. Somebody's it, it, still paying for it that way. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Get friends. It, get friends, everybody. Get friends. That's actually a good uh, philosophy on life. But anything else before we uh, kind of put a bow on everything? Not really. I mean, Tanahashi doing doing strong boy matches might be interesting, but I'm curious if he's going to elevate the Never Belt or if it's going to kind of stay where it has been. So they don't have shit for him to do. They just kind of throw him somewhere on the card, and since he's Tanahashi, he's still a draw. Is that basically what? That's what it seems like has been happening. The I past. Mean, they're using him to elevate different to different areas. Look at it that way, because he elevated the tag teams last season or last year, but then COVID happened and that got weird. Now he's in the never title picture because he is the champion holder, championship holder. So. I think I think he's just kind of working his way slowly down the card, elevating to different things. Because if he's involved and he's touching it, and he's elevating the the opponents to his level, so to speak. So it's it's a weird perspective. I think he's trying to build people up, but it's not always translating that way, depending on how things fall afterwards. So what is he about? What forty four, forty five? I think he's forty five ish. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean anything because this is wrestling. This Mellon Farmer could be wrestling for the okay, next 60 years. Okay, but he's got years. the knees of a 60-year-old, though. Muda has the knees of a 120-year-old, and he's champ Lies. right now. This he is has wrestling. surgery. They're bionic. Stop it. Well, he has fake knees. That's just as bad. But anywho, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you let's wrap this up, man. Why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you, sir? You can find me on the Twitter at IWC Warchief, and you could find me covering the New Japan shows, maybe not strong, but at least Castle Attack stuff, and Impact, and possibly AEW Revolution, most likely not a WWE pay-per-view, but always, never, ROH. So, on thechairshot.com, that's where you'd find it, or you wouldn't find it. Chris, we're gonna find you. Well, uh, find me not slandering ROH, because they've been on something during the pandemic. Uh, They're not my type. But you can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. They had like three episodes during the fucking pandemic. Stop it. They took like nine months off. <laughs> and all three were great, and I liked where they were going. So excuse the fuck out of me for enjoying variety <laughs> in my wrestling. I find <laughs> something I like in every company. I'm such a horrible human being. But you can find this horrible yeah. But you can find this horrible human being on Twitter at the real C Platt again. Uh, more importantly than that, though, make sure you guys go to pro and gals go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot T-shirt. I say it week in and week out, day in and day out. If you enjoy the content that we provide every single day here at the chair shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content every single day here at the chair shot is by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and supporting the movement by picking up a chair shot t-shirt because again we are the chairshot.com we're not just a website we're a movement we're rounding third hanging in the home going into the wrestlemania season and we got something pretty cool cooked up for y'all and the only reason i'm saying it now 
is because I'm drunk. And if I say it on air, that means I have to commit to it. So now I'm committed and I can't back out. But it's going to be really cool and you're really going to enjoy it. So stay tuned to what we have going on on Cheershot Radio Network. Commissioner Tunney, where can they find you, sir? Well, at PC Tunney is where I can be found and all over the Chairshot.com, which is well renowned. And I got to say, another great episode, fellas. And for everybody that's been listening, we appreciate you. Chairshot Radio every day, brand new content. And uh, Chairshot Radio Network, man, tons of great podcasts. Thanks for your listenership. Couldn't have said it better myself. For the Commissioner PC Tunney, for Mr. Andrew Snowflake Mick Foley Belaz, I am Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Pod is War. Until next time, we'll see you. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.